Growth Bomb Podcast, episode number 69, featuring Jake Dixon from The Locker Room. Don't overthink it. Just take action. It's going to be messy. Let it get messy. Embrace the chaos and uh, just, just do it anyway. Are you ready to reach higher levels of success? I'm Jenna Atkinson, and Growth Bomb Podcast is your weekly guide to explosive success. There's no better time than now to improve your business and life, so let's get started. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Growth Bomb Podcast, your weekly guide for explosive success. Um, If you have been tuning in for a while now, you may have heard that one of my big goals for this year was to get my real estate license and um, start getting into more real estate investing opportunities. So check mark, step one is done, have the real estate license and decided to put that license with a broker um, that is international, one of the largest, if not the largest, I think in the world now. um, And that's Keller Williams. Not only is Keller Williams a huge company in terms of units sold and number of agents. They're also the number one training organization in the world and just a really, really cool company overall. If you haven't heard of them, I highly suggest you check it out. We had um, Jay Papazan, who is one of the co-authors of The One Thing and several other books with Gary Keller of Keller Williams on the podcast a couple episodes ago. So check that one out. It's awesome. also had Jeff Woods, um, who's the vice president of The One Thing with Keller Williams on a previous episode. That was also great. So I'll put the links to that down below. But in addition to that announcement, there was another announcement, which is the guest I am excited to share with you today, Jake Dixon. Um, is moving to Madison, Wisconsin to join the Keller Williams office here. And he has a company called The Locker Room, which is a real estate coaching organization. They're doing really cool things. And I thought this would be an awesome time to bring him on and just talk about some of the cool things going on in real estate, Keller Williams, what he's done to grow his his business within that environment. And it was just a cool crossover because... I accomplished one of the goals that I had talked about. I'm here to share it with you, and I want to bring some other people with. So, Jake, thanks so much for being on the show today, man. This is totally awesome, Jenna, and thank you for having me. Let's do this thing. Let's. So, you have a really cool business called The Locker Room that's affiliated with Keller Williams, but take a step back and tell us where you started off with, what your background is, and how you got to what you're doing with The Locker Room and Keller Williams today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So in a nutshell, um, I actually, formerly, I played uh, professional baseball. So I played uh, some pro ball with the Anaheim Angels. And after that, due to an arm injury, I got into the real world of business. Yay. And I found myself in in real estate. And during that time, I, I started a couple other businesses like an indoor baseball training facility, um, grew a massive network marketing company as well, and then found my home uh, it, at uh, Keller Williams. And so long story short, I started off as a single agent and during our new agent training program, I got some attention, I guess, from the, um, the owner of that particular office. And so the owner ended up calling me in the middle of this new agent training and wanted to talk to me about this opportunity. And I thought she was joking because here I am the new guy and I've only sold one home up to that point. And um, so she brought me in and we, we talked through what was called the team leader, kind of like the CEO of the office. And we ended up coming together on that. So I, I was a, a team leader for three years, been with Keller Williams now for about five years. 
And uh, now over the last little bit over a year and a half, I've been serving as a productivity coach, or in other words, a business development coach. And we have built this expansion platform for other uh, productivity coaches inside of Keller Williams that now has us in almost 60 offices, not just nationwide, but now we just landed our first international office. And that represents about over, over 2,500 real estate agents all across the board there. Wow, that is huge. <laughs> so, it is huge. <laughs> so how did you identify this opportunity within Keller Williams starting as you know just an individual agent to creating kind of this business within a business at Keller Williams. And how did you, you know, get that started? Right, right. So when I made the transition from uh, the team leader role into now becoming a coach, I saw it very clearly because one thing I can say with KW is it's really helped me grow my mindset and understanding what it looks like to, um, you know, be a true CEO of a business, not just living in the entrepreneur land, but getting more purposeful. And one of those things was studying numbers. And if there's any anything I can do well, it's t- it's being able to take a set of numbers and extract the story, the story of what the numbers are telling about it. And so when I became a coach, um, I saw a, a massive opportunity and a need inside of this particular niche of Keller Williams. And so we ended up creating a, a proprietary tracking and accountability system that allowed us to scale the business and have some sort of infrastructure there. And now, ever since then, we continue to innovate and add new elements to what we do. But it just really all started with seeing a need, because I believe as a real estate coach, we just don't teach them how to put together a good deal. We're here to help them also become great, great small business owners um, so they can make a lasting career out of it. So that's really what we, we did, and we just saw a need and went for it. So when you talk about having the numbers tell a story or being able to pull the story out of, you know, the numbers you're seeing, give us some examples of what you mean by that. And obviously you work specifically with real estate, but I think that's probably true in no matter what business you're in is being able to find those stories in the numbers. So, well, it is. Yeah. And I mean, there's one universal language about business and, and the language of business is numbers. And a lot of people want to shy away from them because of the accountability Uh, or they might see it as micromanagement. But the thing about it is, is people are not numbers, but numbers do represent our people. So especially as a coach or if any consultants are out there, if you don't have awareness around the reality of things, you're just living in la-la land and you can't properly diagnose uh, the issue and and prescribe the cure for it. And so here's a quick example is there's a couple, they're a husband and wife team with Keller Williams, Ryan and Heather Bigger, and I've shared their story many, many times. And Long story short is they were brand new to real estate in August of 2016. Uh, Ryan had been laid off for nine months from his job driving a U.S. foods truck. Heather was a stay-at-home mom with her three children. And um, he had never made more than, I think, about $60,000 a year driving a U.S. foods truck. And they were living on food stamps and had to borrow $500 from his parents just to get signed up for real estate school. And fast forward, their first year in the business, and I I was coaching them, they closed 40, 40, 40 homes for just shy of 10 million in volume, which was just shy of $300,000 in gross commissions. And so you think about that, and Ryan and Heather made five times what he had ever made in one year in his previous career. And so... That story, and and here's kind of where I want to share this with everybody, is because you can extract the story from the numbers. What I know about their business 
is for every 30 conversations they have, meaning just contacts where they ask somebody about real estate, who do you know, for every 30 conversations, they get one appointment. We also know for every 48 conversations, they get an actual piece of business. And so what we do with that information, because we know the numbers, is the average commission on one home sale is $6,000. So if you simply take 6,000 divided by 48, because we said for every 48, they get one, well, that gives you an average value of a contact of 125 bucks. So anybody listening to this, if you know your numbers, number one, congratulations, that makes you a CEO. But number two, it allows you to establish a benchmark for yourself on the daily or weekly activities you need to do that are the leading measures that lead to the lagging measures, which are the results. And then it just becomes that numbers game and you, you're you not emotionally attached to the day-to-day ebb and flow of business. That's awesome. So step one is definitely know your numbers. Yes. In addition to knowing your numbers, what are some of the strategies or things that you talk with agents about in order to build their business or be more productive in building their business? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That one, um, you know, like we always say in business, you begin with the end in mind and what I have uncovered because a lot of the people Jenna that I get to work with are, are new to the business or, or newer at least. And so a lot of what I find myself coaching on his mindset, you know, uncovering limiting beliefs, helping them understand what their values are. So they stop seeing themselves as a salesperson and instead see themselves as a service provider. And so a lot of what I do and, you you know, with Jay Papazan and, and his what he's written with Gary, it always starts with mindset. Nothing I say regarding numbers or, or tactics and strategies matters unless we get the mindset right. And so a lot of the uh, coaching clients I have is just getting them to believe in themselves uh, the same way that I believe in them. And I, and I often say that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here to stand up for your greatness more than you're willing to stand up for your own limiting beliefs. And I care more about you then I care about our relationship. So really what I'm saying to them is, I, you don't look, if there's days and weeks that you don't like me, this isn't a popularity contest for me. Just know that where it's coming from is my heart and I'm pushing you towards the things that you said you wanted. <laughs> my job is just to get to be to hold you accountable for that. Yeah, I think that's a great, uh, a great way to put it. I know a lot of people out there that have these big, goals and are looking to achieve things but aren't taking the actions to get there but then you know you have someone say that to them or ask them what their numbers are and they don't know and it's you know a defensive position to be in so I applaud you sticking with it and helping them achieve what they're looking to achieve yeah thank you very much um so knowing your numbers getting your mindset right um if you don't do those two things obviously you're in trouble off the bat but what are some of the other pitfalls that you see um, people falling into or having trouble with maybe getting started or reaching the goals that they set for themselves? Yeah, absolutely. There's a real easy answer for me on that one. I think people underestimate, uh, you know, what they can do within a five-year mark and perhaps overestimate what they can actually accomplish in one year. And so what I'm getting at is when somebody without fail, a brand new real estate agent may come and say, I want to make six figures. I mean, that's like clockwork. Everybody wants to make $100,000. And so the problem for most is that they just don't know how to chunk it down into manageable bite-sized pieces every day of every week. What do I need to do to connect the dots from where I am to where I want to be? So in many ways, we're in the logistics business, I guess you could say. 
And so what I generally do is once we've uncovered their their big why and I know their motivation, we know how to, what numbers we're going to start tracking from there. The only thing left is coming up with a plan and then them executing that plan. That's it. I, I, I take a very simple approach. I don't want to overcomplicate something that doesn't need to be overly complicated. It's just good old fashioned hard freaking work and you got to take action, period. <laughs> hey, preach, man. I hear you. All right. So I do. Or I did earn the the nickname Pastor Jake here in my market center. So <laughs> there you go. It's time. It. It's time on task over time. There you go. All right. So let's take a step back for a second. Um, outside of your business, and maybe you could share the story again. But you shared in a video on on Facebook and with the Keller Williams Group why it is that you're deciding to, or one of the reasons that you are moving your family back up to the Midwest. So yeah. I wanna. I'll let you share that, but, and then after that, what is your overall definition of success? And the reason I asked the two together is because you sound like a guy who, your answer of what success is, is a lot bigger than just the numbers, even though you talked about the numbers <laughs> and a business success. Yeah. But if you're willing to share it, I'd love, love for you to share why it is that the re one of the reasons you're moving back and then what your overall definition of success is. Yeah, happy to do that. And if I forget the latter part, just just slap me upside the head and remind me. But so right now, guys, uh, if you're listening to this, I, I currently live in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, and I'm originally from Illinois. So here's the deal. The reality of it is, is one, not one of the reasons. No, 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 no. The reason I am moving my family back to the Midwest is 100% because of family, because all of our family, moms, dads, aunts and uncles, you name it grandparents are from the Midwest. And so where we're moving to in Madison is only a couple hours away from, from our families. And where I think what you're getting at there, Jenna, is what I shared with everybody was, it was about, like I said, six, seven months ago by now, I was here at work and my wife had texted me saying that she couldn't find our oldest daughter, Ava, who's four years old. Now, granted, she knew she was in the house, so nobody <laughs> panic out there. But um, the point is, she just took her eye off her for a quick second and couldn't find where she was. Well, she found her up in the spare bedroom where my grandma and her, I'm sorry, their grandma, grandpa, my mom and dad had just stayed uh, when they came down and visited. And she was sitting on a chair looking at this vacation picture book that we have from Florida. And she was literally pointing at my mom and dad crying, saying that she wished she could see grandma and grandpa again. And as I explained, that just shook us to the core and as you can imagine, when we moved away, we logically knew what we were getting away from. But until that happened and that reframed our whole mindset of what in the heck are we doing here? You know, time is ticking. Money can be made and lost. This whole locker room thing could come crumbling down tomorrow and that's OK. I'll just build something else. But the time lost with uncles and grandmas and grandpa, I mean, you name it, the family, man, it's slipping away day by day. And so we're just doing we're following our heart. And we're moving with the family closer to all of our relatives and, and not looking back, not thinking twice of it. And so to me, success, um, the way you put it, I mean, everybody's got their own definition. Find yours. To me, it's about, I guess another way of saying this is my, my purpose for my two girls and my family is to create as many firsts as possible. I just want them to remember as many experiences as they can. Because that's all life is, is just a collection of experiences in the intensity that we give those experiences. And so, you know, my girls aren't going to remember what they got for Christmas 2018. But I'll guarantee you they're going to remember 
the summer of 2018 going to the Wisconsin Dells playing with grandma and grandpa, you know? And so that's what it's about for me. That success is providing, making a, 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 I guess, funding our perfect life the way we see it and not having to say no to my two girls because we can't afford it. It only saying no to them if it's just a life lesson or something we're trying to teach them, if that makes sense. Sorry that was a little long-winded, but I hopefully hopefully that makes sense. Absolutely, and I, I love it. So what would you say is a personal habit or a trait that's helped contribute to that definition of success for you? Uh, great question, and I would undoubtedly say I am a personal growth junkie. Um, everything I say is probably quoted by somebody way smarter than me. It just comes out smooth now because I've been on this personal growth quest for, uh, about 14, 15 years now. I'm an, I'm an audiobook guy, um, podcasts like what you're doing here. I think it's just unbelievable to give a platform for, you know, seven, 8,000 people an episode to, to tap into, to learn from other like-minded and positive people. So I, I thank you for what you're doing by offering this and uh, it's just really cool because these things matter and you never know something you say and how somebody will hear it and and it potentially changes their life. Well, my pleasure. And I appreciate you being on. So one, one thing that I want to ask you after saying that is being, you know, a personal growth junkie and listening to those audiobooks and podcasts and reading, and I'm right there with you doing all that same thing. Um, One of the things that I found is interesting going to some conferences, events, or talking to people that, you know, have that like-minded idea of, liking to consume this information how do you find the balance between consuming all this information and actually putting it into action i know personally (laughs) you know i have books and books and books and you know podcasts lined up and all this different stuff and even for me sometimes it's like whoa i need to take a breath for a minute and actually start applying some of this stuff so how do you find the balance between consumption and actual activity and implementing the things that you're learning from all this stuff you're taking in. I would write a book and become a millionaire if I had the right answer to that. <laughs> I am, I am immune, no, no different than you. I mean, I think we all struggle with that, but sometimes the last thing we need is more information. We just need implementation. And so, um, you know, I struggle with it too, but every book I read or every convention I go to in advance of it, I think through my mind, what is it I'm looking for? Because whatever I'm looking for, my mind will find it. So what specifically am I hoping to take away from it? And then that way my, my RAS is, is geared in and and listening for that. And then I, of course, like anybody else highlight, I take my notes, but I always want one actionable item that I'm going to take away from that, that would most immediately impact my business. You had mentioned Jay Papazan earlier with, with uh, his, you know, the one thing and everything else. It's kind of like that. What is the one thing I can take away from this audiobook that will, you know, make everything else in my business easier or even unnecessary. And if I can answer that, then it's been a value, right? And so I think it's just going into it with not a flood lamp, but a magnifying glass, finding that laser focus. What is it I'm seeking? Because whatever I'm seeking is what I will find and most likely take action on in that moment. I think that's great advice. Maybe you should start that book now. I think so. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jake, I want to do something with you called the knowledge explosion round. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions really quick and you just shoot back the first thing that comes to mind. Sound good? Oh my God. Okay. Yes. I'm ready. You got it. You got it, man. All right. So this is Jake Dixon with the locker room real estate coaching with Keller Williams. Here we go. All right, Jake, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Oh my gosh. Best piece of advice I ever received is, uh, 
like your answer here, don't overthink it. Just take action. It's going to be messy. Let it get messy. Embrace the chaos and uh, just just do it anyway. What is your favorite business or professional development book? The Traveler's Gift. What is a business app or a business website that you couldn't live without? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Audible.com. What is your favorite social media platform for business? Yeah, Facebook. Who is one thought leader that you're currently following? Ooh, how many? Oh, geez. One thought leader I'm currently following. Um, 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 oh, gosh. Why am I tripping up on this one? I would say, gosh, his name is slipping my mind. Oh, oh Andy Andrews. Andy Andrews. I'm a huge Andy Andrews fan. All right. After listening to this episode, what is the one concrete action step that a person should take in their career, business, or life to be more successful today? Get a coach or, or at least some sort of accountability partner or mentor, you name it, but get a, get a coach. Nobody succeeds alone. Woo. All right, Jake, you survived the knowledge explosion round. You've done it. Woohoo! <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. So you shared a ton of awesome advice, strategies, action steps for people to take. Any last words of wisdom that whether someone's in real estate or in a different industry that they should be thinking about, you know, knowing their numbers. Um, you mentioned accountability, anything else that if people could do one more thing, what is that thing that they should do? Yeah, I would just repeat kind of what we were getting there at the end is is invest in yourself, you guys. Things like listening to this podcast. If you can hear our voices right now, I I'm, I commend you for that. Dive in. Nobody's going to come save you. You've got to you got to take a stand for your own greatness. Um, and and I, I think the best investment you can make is pouring back into yourself. So if it's a convention, it's it's hiring a coach or a mentor or whatever that needs to look like. You can't go wrong because at the end of the day, everything could come tumbling down. But the skill sets and the mindset, it's who you become that makes you different. It's not necessarily, as I always tell my coaching clients, the pursuit of a goal. It's more about the person you become during the path of reaching that goal. I love it. Jake, if people want to get in touch with you or learn more about what you have going on with the locker room, how can they find you? Yeah, look me up on Facebook, Jake Dixon, D-I-X-O-N, or you can also search for The Locker Room Real Estate Coaching on Facebook. That's probably the best way. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on, Jake. We appreciate it. We can't wait to welcome you to Wisconsin, and appreciate all you do, man. Thank you so much. I can't wait to eat some cheese curds. <laughs> Preach. All right. You guys heard it here. That's Jake Dixon with the Locker Room Real Estate Coaching. This was another episode of Growth Bomb Podcast, your weekly guide to explosive success. We will catch you again next week. Like this episode? Rate Growth Bomb on iTunes and share the link. Get highlights of today's show, check out previous episodes, and get access to additional resources for business and personal success at growthbombpodcast.com.